Welcome in, everyone, to the Invest Well Show. I'm your host, Michael Wall, and joined alongside today, Mr. Randy Cook. We are talking about some stuff that you will not want to miss. A little bit of scratch time in that intro, Randy. You know, it reminds me of the old record players, baby. Get them back up when you got the needle on there and you're just doing chicka chicka. You know, you've. Yeah. Exactly. That's yeah. old school. You know, not many people know what a turntable is today. They make it a comeback. There's a lot of vinyl they, coming back now. There's a lot of vinyl coming back. Yeah. That's exactly right. And, 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 and listen, it is not the fake vinyl that you got on your couch. No. That looks like leather, okay? That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about a round piece of uh, vinyl that you put on a turntable, and uh, that's for another conversation. (laughs) Well, hey, listen, I know there's been a lot of craziness out there in the world, and there's a lot of things happening. Randy, I'm so glad you've been able to play golf seven days a week. (sighs) It's the least I can do to try to make my way through the pandemic and do my part. Yeah, you know what you're really doing, which I love, is you're hitting those golf balls every once in a while in the water. And what that does is that helps those young college students go find the balls and sell them (laughs) so they can pay their way through. They are making college great again. I love that. Well, listen, today we're going to talk about a topic that I think you, in fact, I know that you need to be paying attention to, and it's called, Now is the Time to Protect Your Wealth. Listen, there are so many things happening economically out there, and there are so many factors that are happening out there that I think a lot of times you can get lost in the mix, lost in the weeds. I was talking, Randy, with a gentleman the other day. We were playing tennis. And he was talking about the fact that, you know, he's listening to CNBC, he's listening to the radio shows, he's listening to all of these things. And one of the things that I've noticed over the years, just personally, my own personal experience, as you know, I've commentated for media for a long time, about six years, haven't done it in a while, but, you know, on the CNBC, the Squawk Box and Fox Business and all that. And one of the things that I realized with those shows is they're pumping out a lot of information, but they're not really pumping out a lot of information that a consumer can watch, mm-hmm. listen to, and then go back home or sit home with their notepad and actually create solution or strategy. Even Kramer is an example. There's a lot of people, if you talk to them about Kramer's show, you know, they'll say, oh, you know, he shares his thoughts and comments, but if you follow his investments advice, uh, you're not necessarily going to do the best. And so... It leaves people wondering what should they do. But we are in uncertain times. We are in times right now economically, you know, whether we'll see another wave of COVID-19, whether it's real, whether it's not, that's all to be, you know, for another conversation. But at the end of the day, what we know is economically, there is impact. And when there's economic impact, what that does is that affects your investments. Now, this is really important, especially if you're in the stage of life where you are, we'll call it 10 to 15 years from retirement or already in retirement. We call that the financial red zone or another terminology that we use is literally you are moving into 30 to 40 years of unemployment. You must change the way you do things. And I got to tell you, as you're listening to this, if you are in a place where you get whipsawed in a market that has serious issues and serious negative ramifications coming up here in the near future, and you're moving into retirement, if you lose a bunch of money on your wealth, you could literally be in a situation where you may not be able to live the kind of retirement that you want. And so that's why we wanted to talk about on this show the idea of now is the time to protect your wealth. Now, a little disclaimer, I don't know whether or not the markets in the future are going to go up or whether they're going to go down. We obviously have economic analysis that we make internally, and many of you know that I have several companies, U.S. Private Wealth, Wall Private Wealth, Wall Lehman, uh, and the Michael D. Wall Company. 
Wall Private Wealth and U.S. Private Wealth are both companies designed to help families protect, grow, and reduce taxes on their wealth. And by the way, they sponsor the show as well. So if you got more questions about your finances, you want to learn more things, you want to read some of the Forbes articles I've written, you want to watch some videos we've put out there, go to leanonthewall.com. Again, leanonthewall.com, and you can learn more. But Randy, I think it's so important in this season that people are evaluating what's happening because there is no guarantee as far as the direction of the market, but there can be some increased confidence with the positioning of their wealth. And I thought it was so interesting, and I want you to uh, share some of these statistics to the listeners out there. You were talking about the fact that, you know, how people are responding to surveys about how they actually feel about the market. Well, you know, the old marketing statement that says perception is reality. What everybody thinks about your product or who you are is, whether it's true or not, is what they believe to be true. And right now, the perception out there is there's a lot of uncertainty and a lot of negativity about what's going on in the economy and the market. In the last two months, Michael, two trillion dollars has gone mm-hmm. into money market accounts right there is now a record amount of money in that area almost five trillion dollars people have put in these accounts that are probably yielding way less than one percent but they're nervous and they're parking their money they're putting it on the sidelines well that's exactly right you know uh, dalton helvey is a junior portfolio manager for u.s private wealth one of my firms And we were just talking and doing some research with the client portfolio and talking about the clients that we have, the families we serve. We were talking about just that. We were talking about not just, you know, retail investors, but big institutional investors are parking money on the sidelines. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of uh, firms that are in a situation as well in the near future where they are looking to take gains. They're looking to take gains off the table. They're saying, hey, the market dropped down. We all saw that happen. The market recovered. It's come back. And now we're going to take the gains. And consequently, in our portfolio, you know, Randy, we talk a lot on this show. I talk a lot on this show about the idea of the efficient portfolio, which is incorporating a variety of things, not just market, not just, you know, things that are on the stock market, stocks, bonds, mutual funds, ETFs, et cetera, but incorporating other things, whether that be, uh, you know, true private equity, buying into private companies, buying into diversified real estate, buying into, you know, insurance-based products, which have no market risk, uh, but yet give time and opportunity. You know, when you incorporate all of those as well as some others, what happens is, is you create what we call an efficient portfolio. And that really lends to be in a place where you can build something that's sustainable or helps you be sustainable over time. You know, one of the things that we've done specifically to that note as far as markets, Randy, is we literally on the market positions, right, which is probably about 20 percent, 10, 15, 20 percent, 30 percent, depending on the client's portfolio of what's there in their account, because we have diversified between a variety of other things, as I mentioned. And, you know, we took the stance and position where about a week and a half ago, roughly, this would have been back, you know, the middle of June-ish, we sold out all of the long positions, meaning all of the positions that had made money on the market recovery, we sold those. And we've kept only a short position. So as the markets come down, I mean, as we're recording the show right now, June 26th, the markets, the Dow is down 200 points right now, and we're making money. You know, we got about 70% of the portfolio in cash. So we have taken steps because one of the things that we know is this is not the time to just ride it out. 
This is not the time if you're a, an investor out there listening to this, and most of you that are listening to this are an investor, right? So you, as you're listening to this, this is not the time if you have an advisor or you're managing your own money to just say, you know what, I'm just going to ride this out and I know I'm in it for the long haul and I'll just, you know, can't be the philosophy that you have in my personal opinion. Now, obviously, you can make any choice and decision you want to make. It's your money. But at the end of the day, I don't think, Randy, this is the one with all of the things pointing to what's happening. I mean, we got to remember that we've had a lot of businesses shut down. We still got coronavirus scares, whether they're real or not is irrelevant. What is relevant is they affect and impact businesses, right? And then we got all of this money that's being put on the sideline. When you got large amounts of money from institutional funding and funds and other things like that that are actually starting to take profits and take gains. They're selling out the equity positions that they have. They're moving to the sideline. What happens is that puts a lot of down pressure on markets. Well, Michael, as we look at that and people are putting money in safe harbor places, or I'm, I'm using my air quotes there, the safe harbor <laughs> places, you know, someone who that's, has... That's, that's not the same as the air guitar. No, it is not. That's a it's completely different, different thing. And but, you do play the air guitar very well, by the way. <laughs> Listen, I have listened, you know, many of you know on the other show that I have, the Michael Wall Show, I had a great interview with Sammy Hagar from Van Halen, which, by the way, I was interviewing my kids to some Van Halen on the way up. We were nice. taking a trip to Pennsylvania. Nice. And I was introducing him. You know, I said, hey, here's Sammy Hagar. You know, we were hanging out with Sammy at his studio and got to see his car collection and had dinner with him at one of his restaurants and interviewed him on the Michael Wall Show. And I thought to myself, you know, I can just see Randy sitting there in the studio chair mm -hmm. with his air guitar playing in tune, by the way, <laughs> to any song that airs in the in the close vicinity. At what point is an air guitar out of tune? I mean, let's just analyze that for a second, okay? Uh, air guitars never need tune. That's the beauty of them. They last forever, and they never need tune. So, All right, back to go. business here, Michael. Back to business, baby. Somebody is looking at everything that you've talked about. They're looking at a second wave of the coronavirus. They're looking mm -hmm. at all of the political unrest in the country. They're looking at the market that is very volatile and the VIX very high. They have a 401k. They know they want to move their money forward. What do they do? I mean, we've got all these people going to Safe Harbor. And what are their alternatives? What are their options? Yeah, I mean, I think the first thing is you have to look at this as a different moment in history and time. I mean, think about it this way, Randy. A lot of times, a lot of people, a lot of investors are in a place where the last time that they really had any significant challenging things was 2008. Okay. Now there have been a little bit of bumps along the way in the markets since then, but 2008 was the biggest bump that most people remember. And as you're listening to this, you'll probably remember back in 2008, if you had a 401k or you had investments or you had wealth that was being managed, family wealth, whatever it may be, there was a lot of fear that struck, you know, through the process of, oh my goodness, what's going to happen with my money? Because I've lost a lot of money in the markets, right? Okay. So that was your experience in 2008. Well, here's what you need to remember now. You're 12 years older. You are now 12 years older than 2008. And what that means is in 2008, if you experienced 08 as a 50-year-old, you're now 62. If you experienced 08 as a 40-year-old, you're now 52. If you experienced 08 as a 60-year-old, you're now 72. Now, before everybody gets so astonished in the fact that I can add 12 years to a number, 
I know. It's very, very, very deep. And another impressive re- thing about you, Michael. It's amazing. Thank you. The math. Add the 12 head. to any number. The I got savant. it. It's crazy. Look, 80 yeah. plus 12 is 92. I mean, it's like I didn't even have to think about it. It, it okay? just continues to astound me. It just flows. But what I'm saying here is you have to look at this from the perspective of the fact that this is different. You are closer to retirement. You are closer to, and more importantly, you might say, well, I don't ever want to really retire. You know, maybe I want to sell my company. Maybe I want to, you know, get out of, you know, investing to some degree, but, you know, I don't want to ever retire. Maybe I'll do something. Well, that doesn't mean that you want to be an irresponsible steward of the wealth that you have, right? So you want to be a responsible steward. And now you're in a place where you are, let's say, 12 years after 2008. You're 12 years later or farther into the time where you don't have the ability to create wealth, maybe like you used to, right? Because you're older. So what should you do? That's the simple question that Randy asks. What should you do? Well, at this stage in the game, you really need to get a second lens, a second set of eyes, in my opinion. There's a lot of great financial firms out there. Obviously, we have a couple financial firms that are available as well. You have to find the one that's the right fit for you. And, you know, my suggestion is, is finding someone that you trust in, someone that you believe in, somebody that you know is going to do the best to do the right thing for you, somebody that's not just interested in selling a product, somebody that actually cares about crafting a plan for you instead of just saying, hey, listen, if you call somebody's office and say, I got a couple questions about my financial situation, and they say, well, you should buy this or you should invest in that. Or if you listen to a radio show or a TV show or a podcast and you hear uh, the host or someone saying, wow, you should invest in this. This is amazing. You should go buy this. This is amazing. That doesn't mean you don't talk about different things that are happening out there, but there is no fix-all. There is no shiny bullet, so to speak, when it comes to the investment structure. It really is about crafting a tailored plan just for you, just like baking a cake. Right, You're going to be in a situation where you might say, I don't really like baking soda or I don't really like flour. Let's use flour. I don't know if baking soda is in a cake. It is actually, yes. I don't really like baking soda, so I'll use that You know, if I eat it by itself. But if it's put together with all the other right ingredients, the cake takes terrific. Now, if somebody's out there saying, you got to buy some baking soda. This is amazing. Or you got to buy some flour. It's amazing. You're going to be like, what? Uh, maybe whatever. But what about the rest? What about the actually creating a plan? So I think getting a second set of eyes is very, very important. Listen, if you're in a place where your investments have just ebbed and flowed with the markets, meaning that the market goes up, you go up. The market goes down, you go down. The market goes back up, you go up. The market goes down, you go down. If that's been your investment story over the past years, I don't care how good your relationship is with your current advisor or team that helps you with your wealth, or maybe you're doing it on your own. I don't know. It doesn't matter what the relationship looks like. What matters is you cannot afford to continue to repeat those kinds of things. And the reason is because we are in different economic times. We have some negative fuel in the system with the markets being shut down and all of these things that have happened, the economy really, that we've never experienced in the history of our country. We have no idea the financial ramifications really that are going to come from all of that. And so when you look at that, the question is, is would you rather just stay the course knowing what your history has already been, which is when the markets go up, you go up, the markets go down, you go down, markets go up, and you play that game? Or would you rather say, you know what, I'm really going to this time, I'm tired of playing this game. I'm 12 years older. 
from 2008. I am not going to get burnt anymore. You know the old story, fool me once. Shame on me. Fool me twice. Shame on me again. <laughs> shame on you, then shame on me. Yeah. Yeah. What's, Randy doesn't know what it is. So, shame, so fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Well, guess what? 2008 was the fool me once. And now you're in a situation where you're saying, are you willing to be fooled again? That doesn't mean that you're being, quote unquote, duped, if you will. But what it means is you're not taking the efforts, making the efforts to make some change. Anything worthwhile takes change. Change is stressful, but so is losing 40% in your portfolio. So you have to ask yourself the question, what am I going to do in this season? I know, again, there's a lot of resources out there. Again, I, I'm, I'm a big believer of, if I wasn't a big believer of, then I shouldn't have the firm, but I'm a big believer of our firm, our team. we got a great team. We do a great job of sitting down. The team sits down and asks questions, understands your situations. We're completely independent, which means we have zero allegiance to any one company or any one investment. Nobody pays our bill except for our clients. We're in a situation where when we get paid, we get paid from the products and services and, and advisory services that we provide for the clients that we work with, right? That's how we get paid. So at the end of the day, when we take a look at this, it's really important to say, what should I do? Another resource that's out there is my book, Retire Once, Retire Well. I want to challenge you to grab that. That's something that's a simple, easy read. It'll help you understand and look at the financial world in a different capacity. But Randy, I think the short answer to that question that short question, my long answer, now it's short, is really the idea of you got to think differently. And the only way you can think differently is by doing different things. Last thing I'll say is this. If I'm in a place where I'm getting medical attention, I mean, let me just say it this way. Let's say I'm working out. And let's say I'm in a place where I've been working out for a year with a trainer. And the trainer is giving me this uh, health regimen as far as what to eat exercises to do and all of these things. And I've been doing that and following that regimen for a year. And a year goes by and I'm in a situation where I'm paying him for his time or paying her for her time, whatever. Year goes by and I have not really seen many changes to my health. I don't feel you know, mentally clearer. I don't look stronger. I don't feel stronger. I'm just kind of just kind of stayed the same, you know, ebbs and flows in the process, but I feel like I've kind of stayed the same. Well, only the fool will say, well, let's continue that process, <laughs> mm -hmm. right? I mean, really what you're going to say is you're going to say, man, I got to get a different trainer. <laughs> I want to find somebody that's going to help me get to where I want to go. I mean, listen, if I want to look like Randy Cook someday, <laughs> I'm going to have to find a different trainer. <laughs> when they say six-pack in the dictionary, you see a picture of Randy right mm -hmm. next to it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's not him carrying stuff out of the you know gas station, Okay. <laughs> No, seriously, you're obviously going to make a change to get a different trainer because you want different results. It's the same thing with your investments, right? But that just means you got to make some effort. I was taking a tennis lesson because I want to get better at tennis. I love tennis. I like playing tennis. I think I'm decent at tennis, but I want to get better at tennis. I want to get better at everything that we do. And so I decided to take a lesson. And if you're not open to lessons or new ideas, then you're open to the same normality that you've been used to for years. You know, keep doing the same things, expecting different results. It's the old definition of insanity. So, Randy, I think the short answer to that is people need to get a second set of eyes from someone that is holistic, well-rounded, someone who has the ability, people who have the ability to really incorporate, define, and design a well-rounded, tailored financial plan 
for their situation. And I think that's so crucial. And again, there's a lot of great choices, a lot of great firms out there. We're one as well. I'm a big believer in what we do. LeanOnTheWall.com is where people can go there. They know the digits, but that's a great spot and great thing to do. And and we just walk through, even with COVID-19, we're COVID-19 safe. We got webinar options. We got, you know, Zoom meeting options. We got telephone options. We got in face-to-face options, you know, whatever it may be there. But I think that's what people need to be doing at this stage in the game to really get a second opinion. Again, this is the last thing I'll say, and then I'm done harping on this topic. If you're in a place where you're diving back in with your advisor that you're talking to and you say, we got to do something different with the same advisor that you've had for years, well, that's the advisor that brought you through the ebbs and flows of the previous markets. So what kind of confidence are you going to have if that advisor has been the one that said, hey, let's do this, let's do this, let's change this, let's change that. And for the most part, your story has been the market goes up, you go up, the market goes down, you go down. And now you're going to go back to the well and say, I need something different. Well, what are the chances that their philosophy is really fundamentally going to be completely different, Randy? What do you think about that? I don't think there's a very good chance. I mean, a wise man once said to me, when all is said and done, sometimes more is said than done. And so I think you said it very well. 2001, 2008, 2020. At what point are you going to change that course? Yeah. Wise men say a lot of things. He who stand on toilet is high on pot. There's Don't eat yellow one. snow. There, All that stuff. A lot okay? of sage wisdom out there. <laughs> Go buy that stuff. That's exactly right. So the moral of the story, folks, here is it's now time to protect your wealth. That doesn't mean that when you look at protecting your wealth that you eliminate the opportunity for gain. That doesn't mean that you eliminate the opportunity for tax savings. It just means that you take a different lens and do something different that helps you get to where you need to go. It's so crucial, and I think now is the time. Prepare in advance. Randy, I know you got some last words you want to share to the uh, folks out there. Very important things you want to say. Now, after the stand on toilet line, I don't. I can't top that. I can't top that at all. That's 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 as high as I can go, Michael. That's so. That's I'm going to leave it back to you. Leave it back to me. Well, I appreciate that. Hey, everybody, thanks so much for tuning in this show. I hope that provided some value for you and just some clarity in the process. Reach out at leanonthewall.com and listen. I know many of you are in a place where you know folks or you have friends that are unsure what to do or where things go or what that looks like. I'm going to challenge you to go ahead and share this show, whether you're listening on iTunes or Spotify or SoundCloud or Google Play or wherever you're listening to this podcast, just go and take a minute and share it with someone that needs to hear this. Also, I invite you, I would love to hear your feedback via a comment. All that you got to do there is on whatever your podcast app, just go and comment and rate the show, four or five star rating and you know, give us your comments. Hey, really enjoy the show. Love the energy, love the insight, love the information. Or maybe if you got a question specifically, you know, love this, love that, but I got a question about X and we read those, we can reach out to you. You can always, as always, reach out to us at leanonthewall.com and there's a place that you can send our firm an email and we can then respond on that as well. But as always, our, our challenge in life is for you to live on purpose so you can live with purpose. Have a blessed day and we will talk to you next show. Thanks so much for tuning in.
Any client experiences discussed during this show are unique to that client. They are not meant to imply or suggest you will experience the same results. By contacting us, we'll review aspects for your retirement portfolio to include suggestions about how to best utilize stocks, bonds, life insurance, annuities, and other financial products, or if changing management styles is appropriate for your specific needs and objectives. Michael Wall is an investment advisor representative of U.S. Private Wealth, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Michael Wall is licensed in your state, please contact his office. Wall Private Wealth, Inc. is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Michael Wall, NPN license number 733 00010.